just super upset by the whole thing. They tried so hard. They they just tried. And that's that's all I want from my Bellas. I just want them to try. And they tried. Bye. <laughs> hey everybody. It's Friday night. And it's time for another episode of your wrestling on air podcast. Uh, so what you just heard was a voicemail left for us. Uh, we decided after, and I'm sure you're all aware, John Cena and Nikki Bella broke up. Uh, we decided we would institute a grief hotline for you guys to call and express your condolences, your feelings and, and your emotions. And you guys did just that. So uh, we're going to listen to a few of those. It's me. It's Oren. I'm here with uh, Tim. Hey, hey, Tim. Hey, Oren. I'm here with Tom. Hey, Tom. Hi, Oren. And I'm here with Socks. What's up, Socks? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little heartbroken, but I think, I think we're gonna get through this together. That's what, that's what this whole thing is about, you know. Just like, <sighs> I thought this whole thing about was letting the listeners express their grief. So, Socks, don't, you know, okay, let let it be about the listeners. Yeah, we don't okay? really care about your your grief. Okay. So, do you guys want to listen to some more of these voicemails? I think we should. I think it's um the right thing to do. The healing process, you know. Yeah. All right. We're gonna. Someone has to. All right. Well, uh. Here we go, everyone. Wrestling on Earth presents the Wrestling on Earth Bummer Moment. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm just very sad right now. I don't know how I'm going to get through the night knowing that John and Nikki's love couldn't last forever. I, I wish them both the best in their future endeavors. And I I really hope that they both find love. Um that it's very sad and horrible news. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Can I ask a quick question? Um Yes. Always yes. about this. Now, I have the utmost respect for our listeners. Um <laughs> and I think they're they're great people. I think they're um, many of them are educated. Have any of the now? How how consistent is this with the, the the standard of the rest of the voicemails? Like, will they tell us their names, or is this <laughs> is this an anonymous grief hotline? Like, mm. how many how many of them tell us who who they are? So uh, the majority of these listeners are not going to tell us. Their That's names. fine. That's okay. It's, some of them, some of them will identify themselves, and I think we will be familiar with with everyone who does identify themselves. Okay, there good. are a few where it would be fun to try to guess, but I don't think that would really. You know, that's maybe <laughs> it might a little too hot for Pod. Sure, that's. Well, I liked that one. That one felt genuine. Um, mm. Oh, I could feel the pain coming through it. Uh, yeah, and and, and it, you know, like it's been a few days, um, and I've kind of gotten over it. To the point where, like, I don't give a shit because they're celebrities. Uh-huh. But now I'm feeling it again. And uh, I needed that. I needed that punch to the gut. I'd say it happens in waves. Like, I, I, I'm kind of with you, Tim. Like, a couple of days after, I was like, oh, I don't care. They'll bounce back. It's not a big deal. They're just celebrities. They're very beautiful people. Then I, then I thought to myself, there's not just one, but there's two reality shows which um, are going to have to tackle this. Oh, no. Yeah, the Bella mm-hmm. Channel will not have the John Cena driving uh, show on it anymore. The, oh, my God. I forgot about their YouTube channel. That Jesus, that just hit me. The, their most boring feature is 
Um, this actually reminds me. I meant to check again before we started. Uh, their YouTube channel's header was like a collage of her and John Cena, pretty much all over oh, it. Oh no! So let's see if that's still there. Yeah. Have there been any updates like since this happened on their YouTube channel? Um. Well. Let's find out. Peloton. Oh no! There he's still kissing her and everything up there. Oh. Oh man. That's not great. He's dancing with her. Um. Let's see. Newest videos. Yeah, uh, just yesterday. Really? Fan freakout. Bella Body 10-Day Challenge fan. <laughs> <laughs> that make Oh, dear. That makes me worry for Nikki. It feels like she's not really... She's not really addressing it, is she? If she's still... She's well, in denial. You know, these people have to grieve, grieve in their own ways. They'll, you know. I guess so. The Bella's, the Bella lifestyle doesn't stop when you break up. They're very busy people. They're entrepreneurs. They are. And uh, they're just going to keep doing what they do. Let's hear another voicemail, maybe. This one goes after you, John. <laughs> Every rose has its thorn <laughs> Just like every night has it dawn <laughs> Just like every cowboy sings his sad, sad song Every rose has its thorn one love, John. We'll get through this. One love, John. People have wow. different sides. Thank you so much. Now, now Tim, you, you've gone on record. It's still going. <laughs> it's still going. Oh, oh my god! Now, Tim, you've gone on record, Tim, as you you love it when you hear people sing. Yes, uh, opposite of love it when I hear people sing. <laughs> make you feel yeah. no that was needed uh that was real that was raw that was from the heart and that yeah. was to everybody's favorite pro wrestler john cena you know so yeah you know why i didn't so okay i'm it's i'm not surprised people are picking sides though that's the kind of the message yeah, that i, I kind of didn't one. like that too much because like you know I, I don't i don't know the story but like you know be nice to both of them yeah and that's, that's, that's how i treat I mean. my rich people anyway i'm nice to yeah. all of them yeah. yeah treat them equally if i would well I was going to say they've both probably got about the same amount of money. That's not true. Not John Cena is going to be considerably richer. Which means he deserves more respect. That's the th- That's just how it works, isn't it? That is just mm-hmm. how it works. He's he's more famous. He's a man and he's richer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and he's white, which means that I will always take his side. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Brian. And I think the reason John Cena broke up with Nikki Bella and that's what it was. I think I think it was John Cena hit the road. Was because he wants a normal famous lady. He wants like a like a Gwyneth Paltrow or a, a Jennifer Garner or something. Like he wants a like an actress. He doesn't want a wrestling lady. He doesn't want to be married to a party or fake tits. He wants to be married to like one hundred percent legit American sweetheart. And, you know, like Daniel Bryan's never going to break up on three because he's a wrestler. He wants to be a carny for life. Speaking <laughs> carny farm boy or whatever. John Cena's trying to transition out of that lifestyle. So, you know, he thinks he's got a shot at today's show or whatever the fuck. He's going he's gonna to do that instead. Get it, Mary. A normal famous lady. Anyway, that's what I think. I'm not sad about it. Bye. <laughs> Bron Kidrick, thank you. 
<laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, this is where the conspiracy theories start, you know? Like, why why did it happen? Um, and we, we don't have the details. So, you know, Brian is going to... He's, like many of us, he's going to make his own decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking for answers. I mean, the timing the timing is suspicious, right? Like, the, the, to time so to, so precisely with the release of... The movie is called Cock Blockers. The movie's called Blockers. I think. The movie's called no, Blockers. The movie's, it's just No, blockers. it's called Cock Blockers. The movie's it's called, called Blockers. blockers. Yeah. It's Cock Blockers. Well, but it's, anyway, it's, it's a rooster emoji Blockers, and I would really appreciate it if everyone would just, like, accentuate that. Yeah, it's just Blockers, I think. It's a, co- it's a Cock Emoji Blocker. And I, you know, at first it was like, okay, well, maybe this is, like, a thing. Maybe this is, like, a publicity-timed thing. Maybe they're doing a bit. This is wrestling. It's hard to know sure. there's a bit happening. Are they filming for any of the Bella shows right now? That's an extremely good question. I don't think they're... Mm, no. I don't think they are. Oh, well, never mind then. Yeah. Are they ever not film? Are you sure? I bet they are. I bet they must. I feel like they're always filming. They're always filming. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a reality show. How do you get a reality show if you're not always filming? You don't turn the cameras off. Uh, Okay, but are you... That's... So that's an interesting point. I don't know. Is Blockers, like, John Cena's, like, biggest release so far like in terms of his his movie career <laughs> other than the pistachio commercials i don't know I other mean... than the pistachio com- commercial oh he was in the what was the animated film the the one who fernando yeah the one with the ball i bet that was bigger but it's it's not really about john cena that's just like a cartoon you know mm. it's not got it's not his face right so what brian is saying is that uh john cena wants a normal girl yes. a normal famous lady because he is transitioning into normal celebrity dumb yeah and this this to me is sort of like a solid take on it yeah, um i believe it because it john john cena has already like he's man he's he's surpassed wwe he's yes. like it would be it would be like dwayne the rock johnson going out with like mickey james or <laughs> something it just doesn't make sense you know uh weirdly i can kind of see that working see i believe john cena just doesn't want to have sex nikki likes having Mm. sex too much is the problem yeah yeah exactly yeah i who would be a good like famous celebrity like he mentioned gwyneth paltrow i think and Mm -hmm. um jennifer garner is good they would be good they're age appropriate for john cena it would be good if he started dating you know ladies who are also similar age i think that'd show a show maturity but I don't, it's hard to see them like on his arm. You know what I mean? He's just such a beefcake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to picture any normal human being standing next to John Cena. <laughs> yeah. If anything, he should be on their arm, like a real respectful man. That's true. Actually, that's a good point. But hey, all right. Uh, oh, sorry. You, but hey, you, 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 you do. It, oh, I was just going to launch back into so. Hey, about how about another voicemail? But I don't know all if right, you guys well, need let's, to. Let's let's go have another voicemail. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> This is hard to hear. Oh, this is awful. I hope he's okay, or she. It sounds like a it sounds like a male cry. I'm not. I'm not gonna make that leap. It was difficult. It's hard. These are hard to listen to, man. I can't, you know. Yeah. That's too much. It is a bit much. Yeah. We sh- are we going to have to put like a warning at the start of this <laughs> this one? Like this feels like a bit too raw, you know? Yeah. That that person called us and just cried. Yeah. yeah. That's not good. 
God, people get so invested. And that wasn't just me, is the thing. I would have to say congratulations to all of us for providing this service because it's really becoming apparent how essential it is for the community. This is a great time to uh, pat ourselves on the back a little bit as a group here. But are we helping? Are we making a difference? Like, is this... Is this contributing anything? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. People needed an outlet, Tom. People needed an outlet. And we gave it to them. I want people... I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. That's all I can say. You know, this is valuable, Tom, that we could be talking about anything. And we gave it to the, the listeners. Mm-hmm. We're very unselfish. Yeah. Should we listen to another? Absolutely. I'd like to. All right. Hi, guys. This is Cass from WrestleSlania. Um, we're on, I guess, day three post. In the post-John Cena and Nikki Bella world, um, I've been having a lot of trouble making meaning uh, out of my life for the last few days. Um, I'm really sad. I They seemed like, uh, you know, a real fun couple to have dinner with and, like, maybe smoke a little weed and play, mm-hmm. like, one of those lame party games that middle-aged people play. Like werewolves. Um, I'm... Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, Russell Slania's recent comments about their mm. pegging activities did not contribute to the breakup. Um, if, if I did anything to cause this directly or indirectly, uh, I don't know what I would do with myself. I'm already, you know, internalizing a lot of guilt for their breakup regardless. Um, but if there's one piece of advice I could offer to... The Wrestling On Air listeners, it's uh, don't blame yourself for this. It's it's beyond our control, and uh, we can't we can't blame ourselves. So, mm. hang in there, everybody. Um, love is real. Just maybe it's harder than we thought. Okay, bye. So, I guess one thing after a lot of tragedies is that you will get. Um, I guess the word is parasites trying to um, kind of take advantage of it and um, you know profit of it and kind of make um, make something out of it. Um, you you will find people who you know obviously you know it's completely justified to um, you know try and take responsibility, but that did feel a bit promotional. Um, did, yeah, I heard the self promotion in her voice. There was a little um, bit of self-promotion. Yeah, and, and like, you know, I would just say PayPal is 30 bucks for the advertising. <laughs> yeah, I would say 30 bucks. Yeah. That seems... Venmo works as well. There's yeah. a, lot, a few yeah. avenues. I, I mean... I thought 50 I thought fifty was our minimum, but... Yeah, mm. well, I mean, that's... Like, we don't want to... Like, any, any money that we made would be, you know, donated immediately because this is not... We're not doing this as any, any way to kind of, you know, make any money. But um, at the same time, you know, we can't really let things like that slide. Um, I, I did yeah. appreciate that she did uh, right towards the end there really try to let us know that the real victims of this are the nation of Israel. That's true. That's I mean, and they are they typically will be, you know. Yeah. Like uh, more more often than not, they've they've had Which an I awful time of things. I, I agree with. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's for the listeners to decide. Yeah, listeners at home, you you, you decide what you think about that, and uh, we'll move to a next voicemail. I think. All right. Hi, uh, this is uh, Lloyd. I live in Brooklyn. Um, so I work from home sometimes, which is good because I, I honestly don't think I'd be able to go out and interact with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, after this news uh, that we got last night about John Cena and Nikki Bella, um, I just feel kind of like empty. 
I don't know how, how to really move on from this. Um, there was a really big rainstorm this morning, which um mm. kind of appropriate in a very, like, freshman creative writing class kind of way. Like, <laughs> the entire world is, like, crying about this, too. Um, I'm, I'm really just trying to power through the day, trying to figure out how to turn this into, a, you know, productive energy. You know, I think that's one of the, the things you're supposed to do in the cycles of grief. I don't know. Um, I'm really trying to figure out who's going to be the most horny couple of all time now. Um, hmm. I don't know who can step into that spot. I'm wondering if you guys have any nominees. I'll, uh, I'll take my answer off air because <sighs> it's a voicemail and a podcast. I'm, <sighs> fuck. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say. All right. Um, yeah. Who, who's the next most horny? All right. Bye. Love you. A solid question. Mm. Solid question. That's that's a great yeah. question. And something I really haven't spent much time thinking about. Um, but it's definitely um <laughs> Well, what what wrestling couples do we know? Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. Alexa Bliss and her pig. And her pig. <laughs> her pig, yeah. Braun Strowman. Her pig. <laughs> it's we've got Kathy Kelly and Finn Balor. Mm. Uh which yep. I don't I'm mm. not seeing not seeing that. Yeah. Uh, we've got, uh, like Candice Lurie, Johnny Gargano. I don't see them as, as sexual, no. really. No. They, no, they just fucking... watch Disney movies. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> what about Renee and Dean? Oh, they're the, uh, they're the drunkest. They're yeah. the most, they've got the most alcohol flowing around, which can lead to, you know, sexual activities. Yeah. I, but I don't know if I agree with, uh, Nikki and John being like the horniest couple as like you know a starting point i don't know that i think nikki yes mm. and i think john would do like some performative like you know horny stuff where he talks about like did you see yeah. the clip of him talking about how nikki bella was his favorite you know thing to eat on like some he, ca- he makes uh men jokes uh yeah and that's mm-hmm. pretty much as far as it goes i feel that's like. a men's humor uh like <laughs> yeah, it's somebody that joke. frequents the chive uh exactly <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Which we know John Cena does. Yes, he's a very big fan. Proudly so. No, for sure he does. Yeah, he wore t-shirts. What about Naomi and Oose? Yes. Ooh, that's they? very hard. Yeah. That, I would say yeah. so, yeah. They're very... Man, what if they break up? No, don't. Oh, no, they can't do that. That I don't Man. want to go there right now. That's not They, they legally can't by their vow to God. And also uh, the Total Divas uh, contracts they signed. Yes. <laughs> 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 Only one couple is allowed to break up a year. And, and hey, look, Rikishi might want it. Rikishi might want it, but it's not <laughs> It's not happening. No. He's, and I, I think he's come to terms with it. I think Rikishi came to terms. I think he's okay with it. Do we have another I, voice? You know, oh. I'm gonna I'm hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump in here with a with a late nomination. It's mm. Lana and Rusev. Mm, yes. Mm, I can yes. see that, yeah. Tough contenders. Rusev went through a period of being pretty horny for Lana on the internet. And yeah, and she still she still stays pretty horny for him. Yeah. yeah. And I respect it. I feel it from Rusev, but Lana less so? I don't know. Mm. Well, mm. I don't know. Maybe I follow her more more around on uh, social media than you do. I don't know. Maybe no. Well, I guess like I I see them as more like you know like a like a sex couple, whereas I think mm. Naomi and Us are they're making love, and I think that's much hornier personally. Mm. So okay, it's my perspective. <laughs> Gross. What? Next next question. I don't like that. <laughs> hey, it's it's Trey. I've I've really had a tough time of it the past mm. two hours it's it's just been a great feeling of 
sorrow, love. What? What? What is it? What? Just why? Why? So I, I will say, Peter Griffin, Family Guy, love that show. Oh, is that a Family Guy thing? No, I think Sox is just being mean about that person's voice. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know enough about Family Guy um, to, and to like, pick up and, on that. Hey, look, we can sit here and crack jokes, but I'm really worried about whoever that was. <laughs> I don't they, know that they've... They just embarrassed themselves <laughs> very loudly. <laughs> So that was Trey, loyal listener. Um, I don't know that Trey's necessarily heard anyone cry before. Like it sounded, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I don't know. It was like uh, it just weird, like kitten meowing noises at the end. Uh, and, well, maybe maybe that's a real, genuine cry, and maybe we've never experienced yeah, maybe. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm willing to believe that. That's possible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Pull yourself together, Trey. <laughs> hey, man, if you if you need any help, uh, my DMs are open. Exclusively Tim's DMs. Just okay? mine. Just Tim's. Should we open the Wrestling On Air Twitter DMs? <gasps> I think they already are open. Mm. Should we announce that there... Is this us announcing that the Wrestling On Air Twitter DMs yes. are open? Yeah. yeah. DMs are open. If you want to shoot us horny DMs, oh, you can, no. baby. No. Uh. <laughs> We're all married. We can't do that. <laughs> to each other. We're married to each other, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not an open relationship, so... Uh, our that's... Facebook has all of our names in it. <laughs> uh, how do we... Ch- I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make sure that DMs are open. Don't worry about it. Next question. Yeah, let's have another voicemail. Hey guys, it's Matt, uh, aka Sharkosaur. Um, oh, I'm really kind of, you know, just upset about this whole breakup thing. I mean, I guess, you know, if you watch Total Divas, like, you may see it coming, but like, hmm. after seven seasons or, you know, in Total Bellas, like, you get pretty invested. Yeah. And gosh, it's just so disappointing because, like, she seems so happy. Hmm. And I don't know, like, I know he's a weirdo and everything, but like, agreed. <laughs> I just wanted to be happy, frankly. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what those insiders were saying, you know, uh, but I don't know if I'd buy it. <laughs> and I don't know. I was thinking maybe she could end up with uh, that Artem guy that she went on Dancing with the Stars with. <laughs> they could have really good chemistry. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Uh, well, I really appreciate you guys putting this uh, phone number up with this uh, answering machine. It's, uh, it's it's really nice service you're doing for your fans and the community. Because uh, you're correct in assuming that you know a lot of people are broken up about this. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I guess I won't waste any more of your time. I'm just uh, you know, I, I, I'm really happy. You know, I have a place to call and you know talk to you about this kind of stuff. All right, well, oh. bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I thought they were gone already. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. They faked me out. It's, they were. They kept, Sharkasaw kept us on our toes. Um, you do get invested. It has been seven seasons, hasn't it? But were, he raised an interesting point. Like, were the warning signs there in the show? Like, 
you know absolutely from the beginning (laughs) it seemed i mean it seemed like a fantasy relationship like she didn't have to make any decisions for herself john cena made them all for her he uh you know took away any difficult responsibilities like you know when she should eat or when she should drink (laughs) or anything like that it seemed like that's that's what a girl wants isn't it yeah absolutely i'm yeah i can confirm that that is what a girl wants is Hmm. to have absolutely no control over her Mm -hmm. life and i like but i will sort of disagree with what sharkasaur said about nikki seeming happy Mm. because (laughs) if we if we go back and review the tapes nikki has seemed pretty consistently unhappy in the relationship Mm -hmm. john refused to get married yep um, made it seem like he was doing her a favor when yep. he finally did agree to get married. <laughs> yep. Presented presented her with a lengthy contract when she moved in. Uh, did not allow her to cook in her own home. Did not allow her to light candles in her own home. Mm. Uh, policed her eating and drinking habits. Yep. Shamed her for those eating and drinking habits. Yep. And uh, told her that, that he would never have children with her after she expressed that she wanted them. Yep. Uh, can Should I continue? Nikki was this is a bad situation for her. Every relationship right? has its troubles, <laughs> I would say. Um, oh, 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 oh. Go yeah. ahead, Tom. Sorry. I no, no, no go, go ahead, Tom. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, we know this stuff from watching reality television. And yes. that could be edited to make the man <laughs> seem like a villain, uh, yep. like most things are. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I don't, I don't want to jump to conclusions or anything, but, yeah. uh, you know, just be open-minded. Yeah, I would say yeah. Let's not be too quick to shame the man in this situation, Oren. Let's just nah. let's just think about things, you know. All right. Well, think. Yeah, you're right. I I, I can see it your way now. Oh, that worked. Somehow. <laughs> 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 That's a first. Do we have any other voicemails? Yep, I got one more voicemail for you. All right, lay it on us. Hi, this is Will. First time, long time. I'm not upset about John and Nikki. I'm more upset that Tom was a coward and did not at the progress Twitter earlier about his wonderful tweet. Fuck this. That is all. Uh, yeah, Tom, why don't, why don't you fill fill the podcast listeners in on on uh, your um your ongoing battle with progress? Yeah, well, I, the the number was not for this. Just to be explicit, the number was for people. Meant you know, it wasn't for this intention. Uh, but I have had an ongoing situation with progress where uh. They have rainbow flag merchandise uh, to celebrate awareness of uh, LGBTQ uh, issues and uh, promote the idea of, you know, their company being, you know, inclusive and for everyone. I only kind of like really started thinking about this when WWE did their own rainbow flag merch and they announced that they would be donating like 20% of that to, um, you know, I think uh, Glad. Yeah. And then I thought, Progress, they're not doing anything like that. They're just literally putting a rainbow on the t-shirt and then selling it for $20, and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, raised that issue. People called me out because in my most recent tweet about it, where I, I took them down a peg, uh, I didn't actually use their <laughs> I didn't use their actual uh, Twitter name. I didn't at them because I was a bit scared because they can be quite... <laughs> because they're a cult. They've got a bunch of fucking, mm-hmm. you know, loyal followers who will be mean to me. Very loyal. That I think are all paid off. Exactly. Every single one of them. I don't want to say all of them are, but I would say a solid 30%. Uh, with the remaining ones, you know, just kind of going along with the ride. So Maybe I w- that's where the shirt money's going. It's, exactly, that's probably where it is. So I was scared. I was scared to at progress. Uh, but this isn't this isn't the platform where we should talk about this. This doesn't make any sense to, to kind of really get into. But yeah, I admit it. I was a coward, and 
I won't let it happen again. I don't know. Fuck off. Stop attacking me. Uh, just, uh, just you know, maybe think about it beforehand next time. And yeah, uh, okay. If you're gonna Tim. call somebody out, tag them. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Look, I'm scared. I'm scared. They've got a lot of followers, and they're very passive aggressive. I really enjoyed how um how it was beautiful to hear Tom sort of try to get through that explanation without being problematic. <laughs> the, <laughs> it was the, hard. The dance, yeah, the dance you did with your language there was a very beautiful thing to listen to. <laughs> it was, I don't want to say that I, I've, you know, I've been reading books on how to be woke, but I, I have been looking at some, <laughs> I have been looking at some prominent Twitter accounts and just, you know, following their lead. And I, I think I did a pretty good job. I, I've got everyone fooled, right? This, uh, this last question does raise a point that I would like to raise with the group. Should we open this hotline to general phone calls in the future? Yes. Yes. Please. I think say yes. 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 So you heard it here. Yeah, I've yep. got some ideas for it. Yeah. We can just have it open. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys heard it here first. We have a hotline now. Do we have a catch? number for it or not yet mm, off air not yet but i'm still working on it off air not yet we'll have one soon but what about on air on air yes we did <laughs> no. <laughs> no on air yes what was did. the one you suggested i forgot uh, uh did i suggest one so off air like what i'm what i'm trying to do here is find a way for us to get us like a free vanity number mm. by <laughs> using okay this is what you should tell us before we go on air yeah no this is good this is on we're on air again on okay air. this is on air on, on air. air again on air so okay so on air the the phone the, the phone number might change because i'm trying to find a way to finagle us a free vanity number yeah. using uh google voice by uh finding a free phone number that includes the letters w-o-a yeah so for, <laughs> for the time being the the phone number is I'll do a recording where I say the phone number again, and okay. we can enter that later. I know what it is. It's 805-836-0819, but that might change. <laughs> we might find a better one. But that might change. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. So off air, off air, we'll, <laughs> off air we're going to think of a better one. On air, don't worry about it. Have fun off air, with this sucks. Let's do it. <laughs> on air. This is all on air. On air. This is, yeah, this, this is, is all fine. on air. This is all on air. On air, we should come up with a, a lovely jingle for the, for the number yeah. that we all sing together. Yeah. Just, we all sort of just oh, sing I like that a lot. I can't wait for that. Off air, we need to figure out what the number's going to be permanently going forward, though. On air, that sounds fantastic. All right. Off air, <laughs> fuck you, Tom. I'll do it in my own good time. All right. On air, thanks, Oren. Off air, you're welcome, Tom. I mean, on air, you're... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> there we go. That's easy. Just edit around that sucks. Just make oh, sure to... It. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> But that was, man, that's kind of the big, that's the big thing that we've been dealing yeah. with over the past week, I'd say. I don't know. There's some other big things mm-hmm. that that are happening, and I am itching to talk about some stuff. Let's hear it. There's, yeah. Well, Tom, mm. did you watch anything good on television? I watched one good thing on television uh, recently, which was Big Bill Goldberg. He's back. He's got his own show about knives called... Ooh. Forged in Fire. It's like a spin-off of another show called Forged in Fire, and it's called mm-hmm. Forged in Fire uh knife. It's a knife pun. Knife or death. Knife or death. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it's very Have you guys seen this? Have you guys seen his his show? No. I haven't seen it. Uh I have seen Forged in Fire. Um, oh really? Can, okay, yeah. I want to ask Can I ask you so in Forged in Fire, what is the concept of the show? Like what okay. are they, what's going on? So the ones uh, everyone I've seen were about like swords. <laughs> um, or like axes, stuff you like video game weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So this is funny to me because Bill Go- they got Bill Goldberg to talk about little swords. Nah. Just little <laughs> nice. Well, in, in the regular one, is it like an obstacle course in the regular one where they just use their, their weapons to like cut through stuff? Um, Man, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I think I think that was part of it. Something like that? I think maybe okay. I only watched them making them. Yeah, yeah that, that's... I wonder if it was just about making... So, so this is a perfect show in that it's not really about like the making of weapons or the actual like the science of it it's just about a bunch of middle-aged guys who've got their own weapons uh just doing an obstacle course where they have to cut (laughs) through like you know steaks and bottles of water and like watermelons in slow motion so i used to watch youtube videos of people doing that all the time yeah so that's very exciting that there's a show with my my favorite pro wrestler bill goldberg yeah no it's real television uh so that that's honestly just the concept of it but it's it's very good in that they've done a very careful job of like picking out like the personalities to be on uh, to be on it um there's one guy who like dresses up like a cowboy who is like you know the the hateable one because he's like he's like a professional like knife guy he's the i know a thing or two guy yeah he's the i know a thing or two guy he's like been in competitions and like you know won a few and like lost a few and he's got like a real you know arrogance to him uh the best guy though is this there's like a middle-aged white guy who uh he comes on the show and he's dressed as a samurai (laughs) oh good uh (laughs) and his name is carl he's from long island uh and this is uh, thinking about the concept of the show. I'm starting to think that Carl is kind of bullshit because it's meant to be about knives, but what he's got is basically like a samurai sword. I think he calls it, and you're you're a, you're a samurai sword aficionado, socks. So do you yes. know what a shinkin is? Shinkin. Uh, I'm not totally sure. It looks like a katana. It just looks like a samurai sword. I have to go look at it. So he he comes on. Uh, it's it's a good it's a good, but it's not a knife. Like it's just a sword. So he's uh, he's on the show and he's doing this obstacle course, but they have like some some interviews with him beforehand where he had some very good quotes, which I wanted to share with you. Uh, the first one goes, uh, there's a confidence and a spirit that shoots through the blade into me. It's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a part of my spirit the whole life. It was hand forged to the specifications of my body. <laughs> which uh, Which is very exciting because... The specifications of his body are not what you might imagine a uh, a regular samurai to look like. He's an, he's a non traditional samurai, perhaps, but he tries very hard and he goes through the obstacle course. And so the best thing about the obstacle course is they have to go through like you know various phases. So the first one they're like chopping through wood, then they're chopping through like plastic buckets. Uh, they hit they have to hit like a, a wooden crate and like it's like a pinata. It's like suspended from the ceiling and they're just like attacking it with their stupid knives. Um, one very good thing is like the the amount of failure in this show is very very high for a reality show. Like I would say f- like fifty percent of the the knives that just like <laughs> just fall apart <laughs> or just like get bent or <laughs> just like shatter. Oh, I love this. <laughs> and then they just have to kind of like you know take the guys aside and say, "Yeah, sorry, you're disqualified," and they look quite angry about it and then just well, leave. How, how long do they have to make these? They, to make the knife? Oh no! So they they're, they're pre made they knives. In with them. They come in with yeah. So realistically, so they had all the time to make these things and they're just not good they've had their whole lives to make these weapons and they come in and they're just like shit but they (laughs) even worse is that they before they go onto the obstacle course they have this other guy who like you know tests their blades in like you know uh, a behind the scenes thing where he's like you know testing the blade by like chopping some like you know bamboo or something and like 
a few of the knives, like they couldn't even chop through the bamboo. Oh my god! And the guy, the like ostensibly the guy is meant to like disqualify any knives which don't meet his rigid criteria, but he just lets them all pass. <laughs> so, so it's That's on me. this asshole for yeah, like he's just like letting them go through with these shitty knives and they fall <laughs> apart. What is Bill doing? Like, what is what's Bill? What's his purpose? Bill this oh, whole time he's just commentating. Really, like he's very it's. The amount that he's in, like, the uh, the promos for it, like, he's really just, like, commentating and just talking about, like, you know, uh, you know, the, the power and their stance, like, you know, how they need to plant their knees before before they <laughs> before they do anything. But he's really just, he doesn't do, he's got, does very little. Does he cut promos on, like, the knife guys if they lose no, or anything? not really. Like, it's so really. It's, it's not like a stone cold no. obstacle course thing where he's, it's. He does very little. Like, there's, like, a, there's, like, um. A Navy SEAL guy who's like the knife expert. So Bill is just there, just being Bill on commentary, and just he's fine. He's absolutely fine. I don't have any complaints about him. But his he could be anyone else. He could be any other bald guy in a leather jacket, and it would be absolutely fine. I think. So I did look up what a shinken is. Uh, literally, yes. uh, shinken literally means a real sword. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they're uh-huh. just like swords used for like combat practice or cutting practice but oh, um, okay the thing is the thing is like a japanese one costs like six thousand dollars and yes. an american one is like dirt cheap so he was saying how um he somehow so he okay so carl from long island who's the long island samurai <laughs> He got he got completely fucking ripped off because he was saying, oh, you know, they're not allowed to export these out of Japan because they're technically works of art. But I <laughs> okay. But, but 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 then he says, but I found this guy who got one from Japan and he sold it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's my favorite uh, part about about uh, here's my favorite part from the Wikipedia article. It says there's mm-hmm. a large worldwide market for shinken at a made outside of Japan because like they're lower yep. priced and and yep. shit. But uh, the, my favorite line here is many collectors consider these worthless as collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely what Carl got cuz and I know that for a fact because he got to he got to the stage of the obstacle course where we have to like cut an ice block with his his shinken. Uh oh, the fucking no. sword <laughs> the fucking sword bent. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> and then when he went to like the final stage where you just have to like cut the sword through a fish, like before you saw him doing that, you saw him like like putting his foot on the blade trying to bend it back into shape. Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then when he went to hit the the fish, he like he fails to get the sword all the way through the fish. And I've never looked someone look more. De- <laughs> he looks so dejected. God. Uh, and he had he had a quote afterwards, which was good, where he says, uh, "I took that fish for granted. Uh, the sword <laughs> the sword didn't break. My spirit didn't break. I should have been able to cut through that fish with ease." Uh, so and that was it for Carl. That was it. He was fucked. So really, they should have just like honestly, they they made the whole show mostly about Carl, which was the right move because he he was the yeah. best one. I would like a Carl centric Forge the Fire spinoff. <laughs> yeah, well, where he can just like you know go to Japan maybe and forge one himself and be respected, <laughs> be respected by the fellow samurai of uh, of Japan who who would recognize their their Long Island uh, compatriot. Um, yeah, so that was that was a, some fantastic television that I watched with Goldberg's new knife show where he is barely present. Now, is this something you're going to be watching weekly? Matt, honestly, I will say by the end of the show, like, I kind of got my fill. Uh, like, it's it's satisfying to watch, but it's like a 45-minute show, and 
you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to check the next episode to see if, like, it's a different obstacle course and if they're cutting different stuff. But they re- they really kind of covered everything that you want to see. Like, they had meat, and they had, like, watermelons, and they had, like, you know, like, plastic water bottles, and they all filmed it in, like, you know, slow motion, uh, so it all looked, like, amazing. But I, I don't know what else I want to see, you know? Yeah, I understand. That might be it for me and Goldberg's Knife Show, but I, I-, I highly recommend it. I enjoyed it immensely. Speaking of of weapons, though, so does anyone here follow Renee Young on Snapchat? I do, but I don't. I don't remember seeing any of her snaps. Not now that you say it. So I don't know how to use Snapchat. I do not follow Renee Renee Young on Snapchat, but we were alerted to one of her Snapchats by loyal listener Tyler, uh, who I would say is maybe our most eagle-eyed listener based mm. on based on this uh, this this hot tip. Tyler's good. Tyler is very good. And this Tyler in what what comes next proves it. So Tyler <laughs> who Oren met uh and confirmed as nice, which is nice. Uh <laughs> 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 It's that cuz we assume all our all our listeners are nice, but some of them might not be nice. But Tyler is definitely nice. Uh he found us a picture from Renee Young Snapchat where it's there ha- it's the house that we can assume that she shares with Dean Ambrose. Uh, and it's just a picture of, like, I don't know, some cardboard cutout or something, like, of some guy in a tuxedo. That's not interesting. Like, nobody cares about that. What is interesting is in the background, uh, mounted on the wall, we see, uh, two, uh, Sai and a <laughs> pair of nunchucks. Uh, and to the listeners who aren't, uh, weapons aficionados like, like I am in, like, Soxes, yeah. uh, <laughs> are the, uh, the Raphaels from the Ninja Turtles. They're his weapons. Mm-hmm. And nunchucks, everyone knows what nunchucks are. So this, are. this actually made me wonder, um, uh, Seamus was in the, the first new, um, Ninja Turtles movies they were making recently. Yeah. Is Dean Ambrose going to be in, in the next <gasps> one? Has he been training? Oh yeah. That would make a lot of sense. He's got chewed. Do you think he could fill the 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 wild card role of Raphael? Based on this picture, I think he's leaving it open to a Raphael or a Michelangelo. You know, <laughs> he's kind of he could go either way. He's kind of wacky like a Michelangelo, but he's mm-hmm. kind of intense like a Raphael. Sometimes he can turn it on and off. He's definitely not a Donatello. No. He does not does machines. And he is not a Leonardo. He's not a natural leader. So I think he's just kind of the secret actualizing, like, these are the roles that I want to play in Teenage yes. Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like is this Renee people. being, like, cheeky and <laughs> giving away sort of like an insider's sort of wink and a nod that this is what's going mm-hmm. on? Like, mm. yeah, I th- I think it is. I think Renee's, like, spilling the beans no, no, this, this is all. This is fun to joke about and everything, but, like, uh, I think really what the situation we have here is those are renee's <laughs> <laughs> and does she did she have them before do you think okay do you think she had them before she entered a relationship with dean ambrose or do you think she got them after for protection because she doesn't feel safe after for protection <laughs> i feel like she had uh, some but they were cheaper and now she's with Danny Am- dean ambrose and they're both making good money these are nasser uh, um uh forms of them Right. Oh, okay. um, she seems like the top that would that would take classes like that. She does. <laughs> That's a very good point. Do you think she keeps them on the wall to keep Dean in line? Yes, I I think so. I think there's been incidents because they're both drinkers allegedly. Yes. Uh, in, in the picture, the uh, what are they called again, Tom? Uh, Sai. Yes, those are. Um, they're on the wall, but they're making an X. Yeah. Um, real, real artistically. Um, is, do you think uh, she did that on purpose? That is just traditionally how you place Psy on a wall. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Follow-up question. Follow-up question. 
what sorts of things are out of frame in this picture? And do you think there is a Dragon Ball tapestry on this wall? <laughs> no, the dra- Well, no, they do not seem like a, a Dragon Ball family. Um, yeah. yeah, they're they're a little bit more Inuyasha. Okay, I I, I had a quick I had a question about Dragon Dragon Ball, and I, I know that you can like pair a Dragon Ball tapestry with weapons, and it would it would be a good you know just good mise en scene. But do they use weapons in Dragon Ball much? Like, do they use these kinds of martial arts weapons, or is it just like hand to hand mostly? Trunks has a sword. Okay, that's Dragon yeah. Ball Z. We're talking about Dragon Ball, and oh, Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball uses way more <sighs> weapons than Dragon Ball Z. Interesting. Um, in Dragon Ball, there uh, Goku has a an extending pole. Mm. Um, <laughs> There is use of nunchucks. Um, you know, there's all Tim, kinds of stuff. Tim, do you have an extending pole? <laughs> Depends on what we're talking about. Check, please. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, that's weapons. <laughs> do you know, but guys, do you know what I think is the most uh, dangerous weapon of all? What's that? Music. That's true. Specifically... Mm-hmm. Hard rock and music, as 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 made famous by Frankie Kazarian, and actually, no, no, long long time listeners will know um, me and uh, Tom and Socks are uh, big uh, fans of Vex Temper, uh, Frankie Kazarian's old band. Yeah, Vex from heads. episode one. But yeah. we have some weird news uh, to break here. Breaking news. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, what? So I'm st- so as far as I can tell, Frankie Kazarian is still in Vex Temper. But yes. he's not exclusively in Vex Temper now. He's got a new project, um, which is exciting for all the Temper heads. Um, and I think I think once they hear the name of this band, everybody will be excited. Yes. <laughs> so the name of the band, and you guys can see it for yourself if you go to twitter.com slash guttercandyrock, uh, is Gutter Candy? Gutter, Gutter Candy. Candy. Gutter Candy is the name of the band. And uh, there's a lot going on. And it... Honestly, this whole thing makes me sad for Frankie Kazarian because Vex Temper was like a, a, an original band. They had their own songs. They played the theme song for uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. And Ooh. I'm sure they had lots of other songs as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was the main one, though. That was their, you know, uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Gutter Candy, and you can go to their website, guttercandyrules.com. Gutter Candy just seems to be, as far as I can tell, like a cover band? Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of rubbish. That's that's not as good. I'm looking through Vex Temper's uh, Twitter account right now. Um, mm. I'm wondering like, if they posted, hey, we're going to take a hiatus or something. But it looks yeah. like they've just done nothing but start retweeting Gutter Candy uh, stuff. Oh, oh, no. Man, have they rebranded? Is that what this is? I'm wondering if the band even knows they have this account and Kazarian <laughs> runs it. <laughs> that's very possible as well. Oh, that's, I mean... That seems likely, though, because that doesn't seem like they were really achieving the success that Frankie Kazarian was hoping for. Yeah. And if you go if you go to their YouTube account, they've got a video which is titled Book Gutter Candy Today, <laughs> Life Performance <laughs> Promo Video, 41 Views. Hey, Oren, can you say the, the lead singer's name out loud for all of us here? I can say that out loud because I'm looking at the band bio section of Gutter Candy's <laughs> website, and... The lead singer of Gutter Candy is known as Jersey Dagger. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mr. Dagger, if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a guitarist in this band, too. Mm. And their name is Licks Candy, spelled with two X's. So that's Licks Candy. Yeah. So the thing, the thing about Licks Candy to me is, in parentheticals, they put 
the new Axel and Slash. Yeah. Mm. So and Axel is misspelled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they put the E on Axel. Um. This that's that's some big shoes to feel for one person. Yeah. yeah it is a lot, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that saves time as well. And, that, and then you know, by, goes... by, uh, this, uh, so everybody has something by their name, and then you get to Gazarian, and it just says WWE TNA ROH. <laughs> <laughs> um. Their guitarist Sean Smash in parentheses just says total chaos. And Danny Diggler, Danny Diggler on drums, credited as in Boogie Nights and Chili Cow. Are these just terrible band names? Not a lot of people know uh, Boogie Nights got a sequel called Chili Cow. (laughs) Um, It didn't do very good at the box office. No, they seem very... (sighs) So what's weird for them, like as like a covers band, like they they seem weirdly... um, They've got like... (sighs) What's the word? They're trying. They seem like they're really like you know. It's called like, desperation. Yeah. Desperation is the word. So when they say like what kind of like so what what kind of bands they play songs from? There's Green Day, Motley Motley Crue, The Cure, Guns N' Roses, Soundgarden, Poison, Nine Inch Nails, The Ramones, Danzig, Three Doors Down, Billy Idol, REM. That's like that's a lot of bands. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of not imp- not impressive, but that's they're really sp- sp- spreading themselves thin. If you read the next line mm-hmm. in this bio, it's it very says, important that we read all of this out loud. Yeah, <laughs> it is extremely important, but especially this one. Gutter Candy plays all your favorites, as well as some of their own oh, no. comedic original <laughs> songs oh, that no. pay homage to these genres. So, yes, they cover all those bands, but they also play comedy tunes. Oh, original comedy. But now, when they say, what do they say? Comedic original songs that pay homage. So, they're just doing Weird Al songs, basically, but worse. They do, yeah, they do like okay. Weird Al. Well, let's not Weird throw Al Weird Al under the bus Aww. like this. No, that's not throwing Weird Al under the bus. Like, his, he's, he does very good songs, well, of that genre. They're doing bad Weird Al songs. Like, not, yeah. you know. If it was just Weird Al songs, it would be good Weird Al songs, but oh, that's stressful. Uh, so this is his man. How do you think this is going for Frankie Kazarian? Do you think he's happy about this? Do you think he even cares? Like, what? <laughs> what do you think? What? What do you think he's hoping to get out of it? Just to like perform his music and just stand in the background playing bass on you know in a bar like a couple of nights a week? He's clearly not doing well. No, um, yeah. and the picture underneath the uh, biography here is that even Frankie Kazarian on the bass? No, <laughs> absolutely not. No. Unless he's wearing a wig, <laughs> which is highly possible. That's also a thing. I'm looking at like a video now where you can see Frankie Kazarian, and like even all the other guys are like dressed. You know, like Dolph Ziggler does, like a wacky, like, you know, parody of the 80s. He's mm-hmm. just, like, back there in a t-shirt and a backwards baseball cap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's clearly not committed to it. I don't know. Like, did he seem happy about it? When he announced that he was going to be in Gutter Candy, did he seem happy about it? Because he seems quite not happy about it. Do you think that he's fulfilling some sort of obligation by performing in Gutter Candy? I mean, I it so. sounds like it's it sounds like he's... Almost being forced is sort of what you're getting at, is kind that of. he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want to be doing this. I find it telling that Vex Temper is not mentioned in this bio. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. They're not in that's parentheses. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's no parentheses there. So Man, something bad happened with the Temp Boys. The uh I don't think I think that might we my Vex Temper might be done. Like does Vex Temper's website even still work? Let's see. Let's see. Fix temper. Oh, they've only got a Didn't Facebook. Didn't blast a song last time? It did. <laughs> I, I don't know that it's live anymore. The Facebook, the last update on the Facebook. Oh, fuck off, Facebook. Oh my God, fuck off, Facebook. 
Oh, God, do you guys try to use in Facebook these days? Check, please. No, I, I do not. You ever heard about it? Uh, it's fucked up, man. Photos, seal, this is... T- How do you even fucking check stuff on Facebook these days? Hey, I'm on their website right now. Uh, the Vex... Oh, here we are. 10th of April. The Vex engine is still running. New song will be <laughs> in your faces soon. In the meantime, check out our buddies and gutter candy on their YouTube oh, show. No. Put it right here. Oh. oh, they've got a YouTube show. They're trying to do like a, a Being the Elite type thing, I think. Oh, no. Oh, this is some L.A. fucking shit. This is some L.A. people shit is what they're trying to do. This is like a... They're just trying to promote themselves as not... They're like, the band is a cover for them to be doing, like, non-band stuff. This is exactly what this is. Yeah, Yeah, this is desperation. Meek. You can still buy t-shirts from the VixTemper.com store, which is quite good. We need to do that and let them know that, hey, fans are still out here, you know? (laughs) Do you think they'd... Oh, man. You can get a CD and t-shirt party pack for $21.95. That's quite a good deal. That's what I call a party. So, vextemper.com <laughs> is is their, is their website, right? That's, yes. Am I on the right Vextemper's yep. website? Yep. If you go to the About mm. page and look up at the top <laughs> left corner, yeah. it looks like the last four numbers of a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Oh no. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) I'm doing the source code to see if I can try and find like an actual uh, credit card number here. Oh god, you're going to find that entire credit card number. Why is that there? Why is that there? Oh, Vex Temper. Someone needs to tell these guys this. (laughs) It's on every page. Oh no. It's on every page. It's not on the gallery. Yeah. No gigs coming soon. Contact contact us. Oh, maybe. Oh no, the contact us links to the Facebook. Oh no. Oh, they're in they're in trouble. They're in trouble. So FYI, someone's credit card number is on the top of the Dexter website. (laughs) It it is all starred out, except for the last four. It is just the four digits. Talking about it. Yeah, that's okay. But this is. Oh dear, Frankie Kazarian, get yourself together, man. Get yourself together. Hey, I know that we already heard from our listeners. Um. Earlier, we had their beautiful voices. But we yeah. we just talked about Frankie Kazarian more than anybody has in ears. Uh, yeah. So I think it's time to go back to the fans. Exactly. Let's let's clean our palettes and get back to those beautiful fans. Can we get some questions? Hey, any questions guess what? from those beautiful fans? We yeah. absolutely got some questions. If you want to send us an email to read in this question section, send it to wrestlingonair at gmail.com. Our first question comes in from Noel. Noel asks... Which sitcom father would make the best pro wrestler? Tim, the tool man, Taylor. Damn. Already got a good name. Uh, already got a nickname. He's already got like rowdy sons like Shane McMahon. <laughs> so I think that's a good a good uh, aspect as well. Uh, he's got catchphrases. Decent body, you know, for 2018 <laughs> standards. You don't have to be super ripped to be a wrestler. So I think that's fine. Um, I think Mr. Seaver, uh, Alan yeah. Thick, would have been a great <laughs> manager um, if somebody would have latched onto that. I haven't seen what what was his what was his character like in that show. I haven't seen that one. Well, he was a he was a, a therapist, I believe, or a psychologist, one of those. because oh. uh, he had his uh, business in the house, and the people oh. would come over. And... Did he ever show up on Frasier? Uh, no, <laughs> that would have been a good crossover. Two therapists. Why or... would Growing Pains and Frasier be in the same universe? Why? Why would what would what would stop them from being in the same universe? Well, I just feel like that doesn't line up. Okay, well, fuck me then, I guess. Growing Pains was in the 80s, right? Frasier was around. Well, it would have to have been a Growing Pains Cheers crossover because yeah. 
That's funny. Frasier was... So you're saying... Yeah, Tom, you're... do you not know when Frasier was on the air? Yeah, I know Frasier was on the air in the 90s, but I know that Frasier was on Cheers as well. Frasier has always been on television. <laughs> <laughs> Frasier is eternal. There's always an opportunity to have Frasier crossover. Did you guys know that Kelsey Grammer has a daughter who's a model and she has Kelsey Grammer's exact face, but on a woman? Delicious. What the fuck? Yum. Just what throwing the fuck? that out there. Don't just mind a if little, I do. Just a little Orin information for you there. model. It'll blow your mind. What's stopping Frasier? From busting down the doors of the WWE and saying, I'm the hottest <laughs> new superstar. <laughs> nothing, really. Realistically, nothing. No, I, would, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they love bringing, they, they love having stars from the 90s show up for, you know, one last run. <laughs> so I bet Frasier could, you How know. How about not Frasier, but him in that full beast costume from X, X-Men uh, 3. <laughs> Yeah, and that would work out as well because, you know, furries are very big now mm-hmm. and that's like a current thing. So I think that would work out too. That's appealing to, to two markets, which I think would be great. She does look a lot like him, doesn't she? What a beautiful lady. Post a picture. Yeah. I need to see this. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm about to put one in the chat. Okay, Don't worry. thank you. There's, there's one picture which I hope it's the, yeah, I hope it's this picture, but let me see. There's one picture where she really does, you know. Show me that smile. Is her name also Kelsey? <laughs> that should be. It's a pretty name for a girl. Kelsey Grammer Kelsey Jr. Jr. <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey <laughs> 2. Kelsey 2. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. My pole just extended. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum. Oh, man. Oh, there's pictures of them together. By extension, she sort of looks like The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she's there. Uh, let's have another question. Our next question comes in from Ariel. Ariel asks, if you lived in a post-apocalyptic world where you could only eat one M&M color for the rest of your life, which color would you choose? Blue. Uh, you don't get to eat many blue things, so I think the novelty of having that as being one of the blue things that you can eat would be good. I think green specifically as the horniest M&M is probably the one I'd go for. Well, I thought brown was. Isn't brown voiced by the Sex and the City lady? Is she? Yeah, I think so. I didn't so. know that. Wow. Are you guys not up to date on your M&M lore? No. Do you not know about... <laughs> Which Sex and the City lady? The one that doesn't like anybody? No, th- well, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not up to date on my Sex in the City lore. I guess the horniest Sex in the City lady. That the whole the whole Kim Cattrall. I just want to fuck that one. Yeah, that that one. Yeah, <laughs> like oh god, I'm so bored. I just want some wine and some cock. <laughs> one of her famous lines. She's <laughs> she's the sexiest uh, Eminem. She wears glasses in the I commercials. Didn't know that. That's cool to know. I don't really watch commercials anymore. (laughs) Oh my god. How can you miss commercials? They're on during wrestling. I don't... I don't know. All right, we're we're all agreed then. Good. Uh, next, next question. <laughs> we're all agreed that brown is the horniest M&M. Yeah, I which guess I think so. is the answer. Also, to this the question. horniest color in general. Very true. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Mm, all the things it represents. <laughs> <laughs> next question, please. Uh, uh, this, this question comes up from Jake. Question for parents only. Oh. I have a parenting question for parents on the pod. Mm. Can't wait. Did you see Chris Jericho's recent Instagram post where he's dancing on a stage with his daughter, Cece, and Shay during a Fozzie concert? Is this responsible parenting? I looked. So when I saw this email, I looked it up and I was expecting it to be much creepier than it is it's just them kind of jumping around while chris jericho sings a terrible fuzzy song for chris jericho it's fine like mm. there's there's far there's there's many more chris jericho crimes 
which I think should be addressed before this one. It's it's fine. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Now, if you saw a like a dad bringing his daughters to a Fozzie concert that's not Chris Jericho, oh. would you get concerned? Yeah, yeah, that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's much much worse. That that'd be I'd call I'd call the cops. That'd be terrible. Do you guys remember when Chris Jericho tagged his son mm-hmm. in an Instagram post? And Chris... I was just going to bring this up. So Chris Jer- Chris Jericho tagged his a picture of his son on Instagram and tagged his son's Instagram in it. And which makes it fair game yeah. because he tagged his son so we can yes, talk about it. Sure. And his son's Instagram was just like, like he, his son loves to fish. And Ooh. so some of the pictures were a him. A lot of fishing. A lot of fishing. So it was a lot of fish. And then there was a series of pictures of like dead frogs that his Whoa. son had killed and like, li- like lined up on the ground. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, no. That's yeah. yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> 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 oh my god. And you know what, Mister Se- uh, Seaver, Alan Thick would say about that? That leads to uh, usually leads to serial killers. Yeah, <laughs> he'd say. It's well known. Oh my god. In an, in an Alan Thick voice, he'd say, "Yikes." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Next question, please. Our next question comes from Nicholas. Nicholas asks Tom. At Progress mm. NYC, how upset were you when Jimmy Havoc took your water bottle, even though you said no? Uh, genuinely not upset, uh, because I knew that it would be turned into a GIF, mm. and I was quite excited to have that as something that I could use. So in the first two seconds, I wasn't thinking about being a GIF, but then when he kept yanking, I was like, oh, this is going to be a GIF. This is good stuff. That's disgusting. I fucking hate that answer. He literally turned to me and said, this is going to be a gif. I was sitting right next to Tom with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm not proud. I'm not proud of it, but definitely like, yeah, I would say in the first 50% of the the moment, I was not enjoying it. And I really just wanted that bottle, uh, that bottle of water. The second 50%, I realized this is just great content. Hmm. Uh, And that might disappoint a lot of people. But, um, you know, until you've walked a mile in my shoes, until you've, you know, been in that position, um, you can't fucking judge me. So let's fucking keep going. I'm going to judge a little. That's kind of sad. You can judge yeah, a little. Yeah, we're going to keep okay. judging. You can judge a little. That's okay. Our next question's coming from Twitter. If you want to yeah. send us a question on Twitter, use the AskWOA hashtag. Mm. His first question comes in from Justin. Justin asks, which pro wrestlers would make the best pro wrestlers and just how many heads of cattle could they steal from a hardworking American farmers? I didn't know that you like heads of cattle was the phrase to to use to refer to like you know individual. It's probably not. Is it? Probably? Well, we, yeah, we. I just trust our listeners. I'm fucking stupid. I don't care. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll go with it. I also pro wrestlers is a fu- is a fun thing to say out loud. Well, fun th- hey, Justin, good work on that one. Yeah, pro wrestlers. Uh, Ryback, Skip Sheffield. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, no, I do care. No. He is. Yeah, he's already. He's already got some cowboy yeah. tendencies i think he'd get very confused and feel like he is one of the cows he because he's such a big he's a big old side of beef very true and i think you know the in in the in the heat the smell and the sounds he would just kind of revert to a, a primordial uh, being <laughs> he would become the corn fed meathead again he would yeah he would be real bad at it but i'm imagining uh will osprey in the field <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with, with a cowboy hat on, you know, some tight Like jeans city slickers. And, yeah, I'm really enjoying that visual. Yeah. So uh, 
I hope that happens. Is he just like bouncing off the cows and like doing flips from like one cow to another? Yeah, he's got his phone in his hand. He's getting ready to tweet about it. <laughs> I pictured, I pictured Nikki Cross stomping around Ooh, like yeah. in the middle of like a field, oh, like cha- like chasing the cows, like stomping and screaming at them. I like that. That sounds good. She'd I'm be very good at it. I think. Yeah. It's sexy. It'd be real hot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, you went there. Check, please. Uh. Next question. Our next question comes in from Thanatos Theory. Thanatos Theory asks, which other wrestling legends will Ryback say were angry when he had to lose to someone? <laughs> I, so do you, did you guys see, this was in reference to what Bruno Sammartino, uh, San when he died, Ryback, was it his Instagram where he said that yeah, Bruno, yes. <laughs> Bruno was upset when Ryback had to lose to Kalisto on the WrestleMania pre-show? He was furious. He wasn't just upset. He, he was, was furious. furious. He was furious. Uh, that's definitely a lie. That's, 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 what a great lie, though. What a great time to, to make that lie as well. What a fantastic thing. So Ryback has a habit of making up stories about wrestlers interacting with him after they've died. This is not the first time <laughs> no he's way. done this. Seriously. Okay, when when Warrior died, he <laughs> said that he looked at a preliminary card for WrestleMania... 30? I think it was 30. 30? Yeah. 30. And that he was supposed to have a match with the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's not true at all. This is such bullshit. Dana Warrior, like, t- tweeted out, like, don't say things that aren't true. You should have dignity and not tell lies, Ryback. And they had, oh, like, a little... he even got called out on it? That's so good. Yeah, he got called out. Oh, yeah. no! How was he expecting <laughs> to get away with that? Like, that's that's great on his sense, that he just feels, like, this comfortable in just telling terrible lies. He does not give a fuck. <laughs> he really doesn't. God, that's fantastic. God, who else is going to die soon? Well, Ryback is probably going to be the next wrestler who dies. He's going to be... He'll be the one dying next. Oh, and then someone will have to make up a story about how they were going to have a match with Ryback. Yeah, someone will have to keep, keep, keep the tradition going. Who's going to be the new Ryback after Ryback dies in the next 12 months? Ooh, that's a really that's good, a good question. question. I don't know if it's a good question. If you're a listener, send that question to us next week and we'll answer yeah. we it. We can't write... Yeah, right now we're not obliged to answer that question because it's, it's a tough one. We haven't written an answer yet. Yeah, but if you, if you, if you send that question in, then we'll be forced to. So, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, keep us on our toes. Our next question comes in from Chris. Chris asks, the recent Andre the Giant documentary spent an inordinate, inordinate amount of time on his farts and hog. Which current mm. wrestler's character would benefit most from legends of the past describing their genitalia and bodily functions in loving detail? I gotta go with Ryback again on this one. I hate to. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that, that goes really well together. Yeah. It just makes sense. It's such an easy answer. The, the most recent wrestler who... Um, we we you know had farting as a part of their character was was Natty. Very true. When she was farting a lot, when she was paired with the Great Carly and Hornswoggle as just you know a, a very funny um, trio. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say that was one of the best times in WWE is when that was happening. One of the best parts of Natalie's career. Yeah, and and now and then and now she was the women's world champion up until like a few months ago. So that worked out for her. Yeah, oh, I totally forgot that that ever happened. Wow. What? When did we last have a wrestler whose genitalia was the focus of their character? Uh, Finn Balor wrestles every Monday. Oh, Finn! <laughs> if 
<laughs> if they if they made that a part of his character on television, and also they reference that he you know his farts as well, that could only be good for him, right? But t- but Tom, it doesn't have to be farts; it can be f- bodily functions. Yeah, it could be uh, jizzing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be jizzing. It could be like I feel like. If if there were a documentary about Finn Balor where they're mm. talking about his dick and his bodily functions, they're going to be talking about how regular his shits are yeah. and how like he shits every morning and it's always like a good solid shit yeah. and like it's a and he takes healthy dumps. Do you, do you guys remember? You know how MVP used to have that move where he'd do like a, like a kind of people's elbow type thing. Yeah, the yeah. ball in. Like, ball in. Yeah. Imagine if Finn Balor did that, but he went jizzing before he <laughs> before yeah. he did. and then he just kind of did his hand back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Jizzin That'd be pretty good (laughs) People people would bring signs to the the shows Like referencing that And that's how you can tell it'd be good Oh yeah That'd be huge Yeah Yeah Alright Next question This next one is a woman to woman (gasps) Sarah asks Buying a shed online Why are no sheds cute? How can I make a shed cute? woman to woman you sent me a link on twitter that included a picture of the shed that you're looking at for the listeners i will describe this to me is a very cute um natural wood shed with windows it has options for planters sarah you said that you're thinking of using this to do some gardening or some planting i'd say go with the shed you linked me with sheds aren't cute you can't like no you can't make a shed cute you make a shed cute by putting a poster in it i don't know there's no (laughs) way to make a shed cute what kind of poster a gutter candy poster a gutter candy poster (laughs) poster of finn balor's cock whatever makes you happy but Sarah, you're gonna you're a homeowner now. You and congratulations on on your marriage. Uh, you, let's all yay, Sarah. But yeah, get a planter. Attach a planter to the outside window of that shed that you linked me to. Don't pick another shed. Pick the one I said. Pick the one I said. The, pick the brown one. It's good. And plant some flowers in it. And voila, you've made your shed cute. Thank you, Sarah. It's pretty crazy that, like, she's only just gotten married and she can afford, like, a house and a shed. Mm-hmm. And I've been married for, like, fucking seven years. Oh, wow. And I've got a baby, but I don't have, like, any property that I own. And I certainly don't have a shed. So, well, I guess this is the show where we speculate about our friends and listeners' money situations. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, Jesus, well done. You know, keep it I up, owe, Sarah. I owe Tom a little money. He started asking for it recently. I'll just say that. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I certainly, you know, um, you know, made casual references to, uh, you know, money, money situations <laughs> that uh, Tim Tim promptly picked up on. So. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been waiting on it, and he started it. <laughs> no, Tim, don't worry about it. Take all the time you need. Take all the time you need. <laughs> next question, please. This next question comes in from Nightlife. Nightlife asks, which starter Pokemon would Roman Reigns pick? Charmander, Squirtle, or Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur. He's a Bulbasaur guy. You Bulbasaur. Can just tell he's just Bulbasaur. the top. He thinks he thinks they're cool and muscular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really care about Bulbasaur mm-hmm. or the one after, but he's a big Blastoise fan. Yeah. I think that wait, I think wait, the wait, second wait. he saw Blastoise once it evolved, like he just went fuck. Sorry, sorry, just <laughs> he's, Tim. It evolved. He said, "Believe that." <laughs> Tim, wait, sorry, Tim. Just to check, you're referencing Bulbasaur and Blastoise in the same sentence as if 
Blastoise is an evolution of Bulbasaur. Well, no, he made the mistake of picking Bulbasaur, and he pick- and when someone else picked Squirtle, he was just like, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm thinking, yeah, I got him mixed up, you're right. Yeah, um, I was going to say he would love Blastoise, because Blastoise looks like he's wearing like a bulletproof vest. Yeah, kind you're of. right, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I meant then. Uh, yeah, I was getting Blastoise, and what's what's the last evolution of, of Bulbasaur? Uh, Vol- Vol- Venusaur? Uh, Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur. <laughs> it goes... Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur. Venusaur I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, he wouldn't like that. He likes uh, Blastoise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Blastoise all the way, I think. Yeah. Good color scheme as well. <laughs> Believe that. Uh, I'm not next a huge question, nerd. Though. I don't remember my Pokemon. Yeah, Damn. okay. All right, buddy. You certainly jumped right in there. Next question, please. All right, this next set of questions uh, happened during the no question zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've kind of we've gotten to the point where we've opened up the questions and the hashtag enough that people are now comfortable enough to use the hashtag without having a question or really anything to say, which is a good place to be. I'm glad that our listeners are, are that comfortable. I love for people to shit post on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically what's happened. But I think it's good. Uh Sharkosaur stated Apollo Crews said he sucked his thumb until ninth grade. I don't have a question. What age is ninth grade? Like 12 or 13 or something? Mm, no, that's like fourth. That's like 14, 15? 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah, 14, 15. That's... I want to check out his teeth because if you suck your mm-hmm. thumb until you're 15 years old, your teeth have to be fucked up. Yeah. Why would they be fucked? Really? What what would happen? But yeah, because you're because you're the 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 force from sucking is pulling your teeth backwards oh. in your mouth. So it fucks up your bite. You see this happen oh. with children who suck their thumbs for too long. Really? They, their teeth get fucked up. That's so good. as a parent, that's something you should probably look out for in your own child, FYI. Yeah, but, um, yeah. You hear that, yeah, Tom? No, don't look. You hear that, Tom? Yeah, no, I did. I did. I did. I'll look Let's out do for. a thing now where we give Tom parenting advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. Tom, I made that kid quit sucking its thumb. I'll make notes. No thumb sucking. Tom, don't take your kid to a Fozzie concert and dance with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll. Mm, I can't make any promises there. I'm sorry. They're just too good. So it looks like he has veneers. Okay. Yeah. So it's a t- nice t- tough situation here. Can't he has such a nice smile that I believe he that does. this is either a lie or he's had his teeth fixed. Yeah, he has like the nicest smile in wrestling. Yeah. yeah, he does. Well, I hope whatever got him to that point, he's been able to overcome because that t- seems to me that is signaling larger problems. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next statement? Next, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is. Dustin says? I don't really have a question, but I would love it if you could wildly speculate about breast implants for a few minutes, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I don't know, I think there's been, there's been enough of that from other fantastic wrestling podcasts. Oh, yeah, we, we have nothing to say. Yeah. About that. Oh, no, I have so much to say. Oh, no, Oren has stuff to say. We've got to hide if that you, behind no, our Patreon. Hold on. This, I prom- oh. no, no, I promise this is good. This is no, you'll like this one. This okay. is good. If you guys could put fake, maybe this isn't good. I, no, okay. I, that, where that was going was not good. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I started taking a drink as you started going that direction, and then I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost choked when I heard you back out, back down. We'll save that Never for the Patreon. Mind. This is ex- sure. only Patreon subscribed podcasts uh, get into stuff like that. You know. We're- or DM reason. us. DM us. Yeah. 
us at the wrestling on air DM. And if I'm feeling if I'm feeling uh, froggy, I may just I may just shoot mm-hmm. my speculations. Yeah, away. D- DM or in a bunch of stuff from the rest. No, 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 You just opened up the floodgates, buddy. Sorry, that's what's happened. I don't know how angelic this is, but RJ did follow up with that with that uh, statement saying, "I second this, and I have no questions this week as well." Say some stuff about Lars, too. Aaron, Lars correspondent. Oh, love Lars. Love, love Lars. So I call him Lars WWE. <laughs> that to me is, that's his definitive name. I don't think, some people want to call him Lars and in charge. That's an okay name. That's eh, pretty good. But, I mean, and, and, you know, uh, so Lars, Lars, man, what, is Lars the next Ryback? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yes. Oh my God, yeah. yes, of course he yes. is. Except yeah, yeah, the worst. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to be enjoyable in it. I think... He mm-hmm. is going to be somebody we want to not remember. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna skip straight to the end in, in oh, a horrific no, way. Oh no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I try not getting involved in y'all's uh, dark discussion of Ryback like that. I'm just saying he's going yeah. to be say he's he's going to fuck up real bad or something. We're yeah. just be like, no, you're fuck. not trying to say that Lars is going to be stricken from the record. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. But we're gonna wish All he right. was. Mm. Okay. So Lars, if some of some of you may not know, Lars Lars is popping off on social media. <laughs> Lars is in a public fight with uh, our favorite NXT Nazi Lacey Evans. Mm. And delicious. Was doing some very redditor style criticism of her uh, balancing motherhood with being a professional wrestler uh-huh. and saying things like, "Like good for you, you've managed to do it all. Nobody asked you to have a kid. You want a medal for it?" He was going in. Uh, this might be an off the podcast thing, but Tom, I think we know somebody that claims that they used to um, like Kit Kit had to ban him from yeah. a uh, forum. Really, a long time ago. We can keep this on. I, th- I think, yeah, because uh, we we can check with Joey. So, yeah, Joey, uh, our friend, referenced frequently on the podcast. Uh, he used to have like a MySpace like wrestling group <laughs> where Lars was one of the 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 one of, like when and this is like ten years ago maybe. And was Lars... his name also Lars WWE then? I oh man, I don't think so. May it could have been. I hope so. Maybe maybe that was his vision board. You know, just like having his name be <laughs> Lars WWE. Uh, apparently, he was on the MySpace uh, group and he was such an asshole that Joey had to ban him from the group. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't remember exactly why he was an asshole. I think it was just in the usual teenage ways. So, you know, we can make our own assumptions there, can't we, listeners? Um, but, uh, yeah, so Lars has a long tradition of being uh, kind of a shithead online, which is He does. Fantastic. In fact, I at one point was able to find his bodybuilding.com forum <laughs> posts. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. What were they like? They, I, they were bodybuilding.com I, forum posts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they run no. the gamut. I like I I don't remember anything super notable except for him being like very um I don't know, haughty, I guess, about his nutritional habits. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like somebody we know, Robat. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end of the no question zone? That is the end of the like no it. question zone. Uh if you want to send us questions Or not questions. Or not questions. You can send us anything. If you want to send us some bullshit. Just fucking shoot the shit <laughs> yeah. with us. You can send it. <laughs> You can call us at whatever the number is. What's the number, Tom? I know what it is. It's 805-836-0819. You can email us at wrestlingonair at gmail.com or use the AskWOA hashtag and you'll sound a lot like our final question here. SC underscore MHS excluding 9-11. 
What are Tom's top five tragedies of all time? Uh, the 9-11 of the South, which was the death of Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a shout out to Tim and Aaron. 7-7 was a pretty good one in London. That was a London terrorism attack uh, in 2005, I think, which which got oh overlooked because it was... We're all on a list. Yeah, oh, we're all on a list. <laughs> we are all on a list. That's fine. 7-7 uh, was good. Celebrity good ones... Uh, what's the big? What's a good celebrity tragedy death that we we had or, or incident? Oh, Princess Diana's my favorite. Pri- oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was a good day. Yeah, Princess Diana's was good. That was a very very big day, and that really kind of had. Um, that was a last. That kind of lingered as well. There was a good couple of weeks after that where you know that was all in the news. Oren, do you have any favorites which you'd like to submit? I, yeah, I'd like to. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you where you were when Princess Diana died. <laughs> where were you when the world quit, quit turning, Tom? I was. Uh, and this is going to make me sound very, uh, very haughty, but I was in Barbados uh, on a family <laughs> holiday. <laughs> that and sounds I, not true. It's true. It's true. I was in Barbados on a family holiday and we got into the car and we turned on the radio and we heard the, the news. Uh, and I think my dad made some kind of comment like, you know, oh, you know, well, when you really think about it, what did she ever, you know, contribute to the world? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think as a teenager, I think I was looking for any opportunity to kind of beef with my dad. And I said, well, you know, what have you ever contributed to the world? And I think that that put him in his place. So that was some good, you know, teenage, you know, ver- how old would I have been? Like 13, I think. Do you think your dad will say the same about me when I die? Um, <laughs> no, I think he's softened, I think, a little bit, but he'll probably have some comments to make but yeah uh, maybe different comments mm-hmm. well i would say i would say tom that uh the um mm, the uh, what, what when the when the cult had with the nikes all, oh uh, heaven's gate heaven's, heaven's gate, gate. <laughs> yeah that's enough that's... confused with hell's gate the undertaker's submission <laughs> that's that's a great one i wish i wish i'd been that was that only got a huge amount of play in America, I think. I don't remember seeing that on TV in the UK too much, sadly. But I, I would have loved to have. That seems like a fantastic one. Yep. Um, I, I, my family had went on vacation for that one, and right when we walked into the um, hotel room, we turned on the, new, uh, the news, and that was what was on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next time we went on vacation, we turned on the news in the hotel room, and uh, like uh, some bridge had collapsed and killed a lot of people. <laughs> and then the next time, a certain pro wrestler had um, murdered his family. Oh boy! Yes, of course, the fantastic so, one. Every time my family went on vacation, just the world went to shit. Yeah. No. Chris, yeah. Of course, Chris Benoit. That was man. That was a good one as well for kind of um, like follow ups in terms of wrestlers appearing on like real news stations. Like, you remember, like, there's, like, a video oh, of, like... Mark Marrow was, like, being an asshole yeah. on every channel. Yeah. Mark Marrow was being an idiot, and then, like, Kevin Nash... Like, there's a video of, like, you know, Kevin Nash owning a newsreader or something. <laughs> but he's not He's not really. He's just sounding kind of, like, more articulate uh, more articulate than you might expect, uh, you know, a wrestler to sound. I think she's surprised by that. But that was obviously a great one as were well. Were there any national tragedies where wrestlers were also on network television for a non-wrestling tragedy? Ooh. That's a pointed question, were there? Oh, I don't know. Is are you leading to something or are you? No, just... I'm not. I but no. There, there's like a there's a tickle in my brain that wants me to think that there is. I feel like that happened. There was Shane McMahon's helicopter crash where the news <laughs> person only finds out like after she started talking to him that he's like you know anybody of worth. <laughs> yeah, and he looks quite smug, like saying, "Yeah, I, I am that Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon's kid." Ha 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 ha. And yeah. Oh boy, yeah, that would have been. A, if only that had got. If only that had gone like a slightly different way, that would definitely have made my list. But uh, sadly not. 
into a building is what you mean. Hey. Into a straight okay, yeah. Maybe. Uh, hey, anyway, we don't know. Uh, Orin, where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Orin Ann on Twitter. If you want to read my newsletter, that's tinyletter.com slash Orin. It's a good newsletter I do. Tom, where can people find you? People can find me at Tom Blog on Twitter. Suck. Where can people find you? The one place. I'm... I'm Socks Mahoney at Socks Mahoney, videogamechoochoo.com. What the fuck have I done lately? Um, I think by the time this goes up, uh, I'm going to be in an episode of Hog's Cast Speedy Delivery, which is the world's foremost uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Pizza podcast. Tim, where can people find you? Uh, Tim Welcomed on Twitter. And that's it. That's it for Wrestling On Air this week. Everybody have a good night, good tomorrow, and uh, sleep well. Bye. Well, we have one one last thing. No. (gasps) One (laughs) last thing. (gasps) Come on, start up. He's punching his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he playing? Hold on. (laughs) Come on, start up. I just cannot believe it. There we go. The fuck was that? Is that Jerry? Is that fucking Jerry? And there was like there was a time when like Yingling was not something you could get in, say, like Mississippi um, or Alabama or anywhere like that. And when I would go home to visit, my mom would request, and my mom's not like a beer drinker or anything, but she would be like, bring me some of those yinglings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think mom just wanted the, the yinglings because she wanted to challenge herself for the pronunciation? <laughs> and that was her only opportunity to say it. My... Mm. No, I listen. My mother does not challenge herself with pronunciations. Okay. She just pronounces things. She just makes up her own own mind about. How she you just makes it. up her own, and you can correct her, and she will ignore <laughs> you and continue to pronounce it her own way, like she does with uh, the word Quiznos, which <laughs> she pronounces Keysnose. Interesting. That's that sounds better. And has for about 20 years. And she like she hears the commercials. She knows the way other people say it. She but just she refuses. She refuses. Yeah. <laughs>